Welcome once again to Refresher, the Pop Culture Therapy Podcast. My name is Chris Levine, and I am honored that you are here with me today. Uh, There are so many other things to do and to listen to, but you're here, and I need you to know how much I appreciate that. Thanks so much. Uh, Today, we're going to tackle what some might consider a very hot-button issue. We will be talking about the psychology of race and ethnicity. But listen, I'm a positive guy, and this is a positive podcast, so resolve is more the plan than is identifying perceived differences between people. And I truly hope that this accomplishes that purpose. So let me start by asking you this. Have you learned about other cultures? Have you taken the time, even from places that you've never been to or never plan on going to? Culture and ethnicity are two things that make the earth we live on incredible. So let's take some time and learn some things about people we may not know. Then what we're going to do is we're going to summarize why we're doing this together. We're going to be tapping into a few websites for reference. The first one is a website called Far and Wide. This site starts us off in the United Kingdom. Now, not being from the UK... I have always thought the concept of taking time to take tea is wonderful. I love the concept of a scheduled break where we force ourselves to slow down, and tea time is a very real thing. Locals reportedly drink 165 million cups of tea a day. Now, that's according to this article. I don't know if that's true or not, but I really hope that it is. But you know what else is cool about all this? It was a Portuguese woman who first brought the drink of tea to the UK. After Catherine of Braganza married King Charles II in 1662, one of her favorite things, which was tea from China, quickly caught on in the royal palace, which then caught on with the rest of the country. So what do we have here? We have numerous cultures coming together, creating a tradition. Isn't that great? It doesn't stop there. It's the same thing happened with Italy and Peru. You know, one of the most iconic foods in Italy is the tomato. But Italians have only been eating this fruit since the 1500s, and there's a reason for that, because that's when the Spanish conquistadors brought it from Peru to Naples, which at the time was under Spanish rule. And we could keep going. There are so many more examples. For example, The wildly popular Brazilian dance style known as the Samba is actually rooted in Angola. And we can go on and on. My point is that we discover new things when we get outside of our neighborhood sometimes. But some people simply never do this. And that's for a lot of reasons. One obvious reason is because of prejudice or racism. And there's a website called Very Well Mind that gives a nice rundown for why people may be this way to one degree or another. It says in part, while in a clique, people tend to begin to think and behave more like the people that they surround themselves with. 
it becomes much easier to attack a group of people when you're among others who share the same viewpoint. So this may cause a, a rift. And this may be because of personal insecurity or something like that, too. Another thought. Sometimes when people feel bad about themselves or recognize their shortcomings, instead of dealing with this and trying to fix them, some individuals project their self-loathing onto others. So essentially, alienated groups can easily become scapegoats for those who ignore their own personal flaws. It also states this, and, and guys, I think this is dead on. In its most basic form, racism is the failure to stop, think, and consider before acting. It means going with the status quo instead of questioning, or if I may personally add, experiencing by again, getting out of your own mental zip code and venturing out. And to be fair, in all directions, culturally, we have all been fed drama, which we either have consciously or subconsciously digested. All of us have experienced things that have molded our thinking. That stated, it should be noted here that prejudice and racism are in the same family, but they're not technically the same thing. What's the difference? Prejudice is the tendency to prejudge based on a learned perception. You assume somebody's going to be a certain way because that's the way all of those people are. That's prejudice. Racism is basically the same thing, but with racism, you add into it a disdain for people culturally, up to and including, in most cases, hatred of people. Now, I find that most of us are prejudiced, regardless of our culture. I mean, if we're being honest, even if we are totally, no question, okay with people and don't judge people harshly, and we don't have a racist bone in our body, we've all been infused with something along the way. We have perceptions, but just remember that those perceptions in themselves are not blatant racism. Yes, no question, absolutely, it's a fine line. And I'm not making excuses for prejudice. But, but let's put it this way. Let's say there's a Chinese man and he's had horrible experiences in life with Caucasian people. He meets me. If he needs a minute to decide whether or not to trust me, that doesn't necessarily make him a racist. That makes him a realist. Yes, you could say whether sincere or not, whether for good reason or not, that that totally makes him prejudice. That's fair. But this is way different than if he initially decides to hate me because my skin is lighter than his with no questions asked. Right there, that's your racist. And you can substitute Chinese and Caucasian with any culture across the board. And it's the same thing. You know, the best people on earth are kids. <laughs> Very small children are a perfect example of defining this difference. You stick a Mexican toddler and an African-American toddler and a white Anglo-Saxon toddler <laughs> in the same playground, and they will all happily play. Now, does that mean they don't notice that one has a different skin color than another? They probably do notice, but they don't care because they haven't learned prejudice yet. They notice differences maybe, but all they're concerned about is playing. 
I say that we can take a page from this as adults. See, noticing our physical differences doesn't make us prejudice or racist, just to notice. We're capable of noting our differences and being drawn to these differences too. The differences in culture and ethnicity and tradition are what make this planet an even more interesting place. But what if you're a racist? What if you were raised with parents who were racists? What if you have prejudice that is just on that thin line of potentially being racist? Can a person psychologically change? Well, like almost everything else we discuss on this podcast, yes, but it's up to us. The Good Therapy website tells us that people who can recognize their own prejudicial attitudes are better able to combat those attitudes. I'm not saying with all of our programming that this is going to be easy. We may have a fragility toward this subject as a whole. Uh, one sociologist stated that this fragility includes the tendency to become extremely mad or angry or excessively sensitive in response to evidence that we just might be a prejudiced person. How dare you? I love everyone. Why would you even remotely think that I'm prejudiced? You know what? Maybe we do love everyone, but it doesn't mean we also don't have to fight preconceived ideals because they were pushed in our faces throughout our lives. Only by recognizing prejudice, not insisting that one harbors no prejudice, can a person truly move beyond prejudicial attitudes and the hurtful actions that they inspire. And, and like we noted before, it also concludes that diversity in itself is a powerful antidote to prejudice. People tend to choose friends who are just like them uh, by seeking relationships across, you know, different kinds of individuals or different backgrounds or different culture. People have a tendency to then begin to push back against stereotypes. There's another player here, and that's being empathetic. Empathy is a huge key to overcoming prejudice, and this is in all directions. People who can emphasize, even if they can't totally identify, and you really shouldn't pretend to when you can't, but if you can empathize with others' feelings, you're better equipped to let go of your prejudice. For some people, their own experience with prejudice can foster empathy when they see somebody else going through it. Hollywood is interesting in this regard. Hollywood has a very bittersweet history when it comes to prejudice and racism. Uh, one of my, I think the craziest things that you see quite often in Hollywood films is that often one race is depicted as coming to the rescue. Like that's like the celluloid translation of saying, I have a lot of black friends, you know, nice motive. Your heart's in the right place, but awkward result. Look, I'm going to tell you without telling you that I personally can get very specific with this overall subject, but I'm not going to because ultimately it doesn't matter in your world how I perceive people. What does matter is how you treat and perceive people. If we both do this together and with one another, that's what matters. See, I personally don't want to be demonized because of what people with my complexion may have done or are still doing. And my hope is that I don't jump to quick conclusions 
in the opposite way regarding other people in other cultures either. One last thought, I find that when I'm being myself, it goes over <laughs> way better than if I try to pretend to be someone I'm not. That's kind of laughable. We don't have to hate ourselves to embrace other cultures in any direction. Being interested in other things beside what's stereotypically expected of us does not mean we are somehow selling out. Be you. It's okay. You may not be understood, and you may confuse people, but that's on them. Grow, branch out, learn and appreciate culture and ethnicity, especially that you weren't personally a physical part of since birth. Can you imagine if most people did this? And I don't mean like in a, I'd like to buy the world a Coke sort of way, but I mean for real. Then prejudice and racism would be more and more transparent as to what they really are, namely stupid. We have once again arrived at the time on Refresher when we present you with a Spotify playlist that I hope will continue the good vibes of this episode. We have for you this time around a Refresher podcast, and we called it the Easy Breezy Beautiful Race and Ethnicity Playlist. You can find it really easily on Spotify. Just type in Refresher Podcast dash Easy Breezy Beautiful Race and Ethnicity. So what do we got for you? It's a good one. Track number one is All for One by the Stone Roses. Track number two, None of Us Are Free by Solomon Burke. Number three is Chains of Love by Erasure. Number four, Why Can't We Be Friends by War. Number five, Some Reggae by Desmond Decker. The song is Unity. Number six, a George Harrison song. Give me love, give me peace on earth. Number seven is Everybody's Gotta Live by the band Love. Number eight, Love is Everywhere by Pharaoh Sanders. Number nine is the song One by U2 off their excellent Octung Baby record. And number 10 is the impossibly beautiful A Change is Gonna Come by Sam Cooke. It's a good one. That's our new playlist. Again, you can find this playlist really easily on Spotify. Just type in Refresher Podcast dash Easy Breezy Beautiful Race and Ethnicity. Hey, we would like to welcome some brand new listeners to our program. Our demographics report shows that we now have new listeners in Stockton and Manteca, California. We also have listeners in Palm Coast, Florida. And this is kind of nice, the North Rhine-Westphalia, Germany. How cool is that? So thanks so much out there and welcome to Refresher. Listen, this show would not exist without you. If you could all do me a favor, please continue to pass this podcast along to your friends. Also, if, if you'd like to keep this podcast up and running, only if you'd like, you can make a small monthly contribution. It can even be 99 cents a month. Now just see the support this podcast link under the episode description. If you're so inclined, that would be wonderful. But whether you do or whether you don't, just please to feel free to listen anytime and enjoy. 
no pressure. Just enjoy the show. It's yours. As always, the music that begins and ends this podcast is by the band Dive, and the song is called A Day Late. It was written by Mr. John Villafuerte. But until next time, this is Chris Levine for Refresher, the Pop Culture Therapy Podcast. Everyone, please take care and do yourself a favor. And remember, there's a big difference between worry and concern. We'll catch you next time.